Welcome to the Digging Dexter Podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. Uh, we are here for episode 805, This Little Piggy, and somewhat departing from the norm, uh, we have, there was a TCA panel this week, which is the Television Critics Association, and Clyde Phillips, Michael C. Hall, Jennifer Carpenter, Scott Reynolds, I'm not sure if there were other people there, but uh, they took part in the panel, and we got a nice little uh, new video, I got a two-minute two minute behind the scenes. Uh, I don't think it was a trailer, because I think the trailer is the first video, because this was like Michael C. Hall talking in it as Michael C. Hall, not Dexter. Uh, same oh, thing. we're not talking about the Spider-Man trailer this one. Oh, my bad. No, we're doing that after. <laughs> this is, uh, we're going to do an end credit scene just like in Marvel. Um, <laughs> um, so they, they did a panel this week, and there were some interesting nuggets mm-hmm. from it. You, uh, Colton, do you not know about the panel? I don't know about the panel. I saw uh, the interview, the, uh, or like a snippet of the interview with Michael C. Hall, and then I saw like some new footage that they released and stuff like that. I get, yeah, I would say it's kind of a trailer, but not really. Um, but yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw bits and pieces of it. So I'm just going to go ahead, and I had a post on Reddit. Someone on Reddit kind of summed up all of the news regarding it. Um, okay. uh, uh, Reddit user you slash... Verissi Molin kind of just um, cliff note everything for us. So I'm just going to kind of go through it and we could talk about it. Um, Something that's very interesting as as a starter is Jennifer Carpenter is now a part of like the press junkets. So we kind of went from like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, Deb's going to be back. And then now she's just like she's there promoting it along with Michael C. Hall, obviously, you know, Dexter. Um, it was first kind of being like rumor that was like, oh, she did like one day of filming. Right, like, right. Uh, Trinity, Trinity did, well, not Trinity, obviously, but he <laughs> did one day of filming. Like, it was like, oh, okay, like kind of, yeah, but no, I, I saw that. Like, she's like out and about, like front and center, and yeah. And, and there, there's someone else who's all of a sudden now in the press junkets as well. But um, so I'm just going to read you some of the stuff I found interesting and, um, we, we could talk about it. Um, Clyde Phillips said that they... F- no, sorry. Clyde Phillips said they felt they needed to acknowledge that nearly a decade has passed since Dexter ended, not sweep aside the Lumberjack ending, which we kind of knew, and pick up with Dexter still having no connections to his previous life from the old series. Mm-hmm. Something that's important when you read about all this news and the little morsels of information they toss out, it's all sort of meant to... Like distract you? Uh, not or... not distract as much as like, oh, it's about the scent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's about this. It's about this. It's about this. When it's actually about like this, because okay. you know, um, we. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about this at the end because I have a, a a little rant I want to go in in terms of spoil uh, trailer trailers being spoilers, but like we know Harrison is in it, and that's something like I didn't know they were going to release, but like. When they say, yeah. well, when they say like Dexter having no connections to his previous life, like we know he's gonna have some connections. When you minus Deb and um, Trinity, so you know you have to take all of this with a grain of salt. You know. Yeah, like the Harrison. Uh, I mean, do you okay? Are you yeah, the, to talk about that right now. No, no. I, I, at or? the end. At the end. At the end of the. Okay, at okay, the end okay. of this uh, little. Let me go to the next one. Uh Nobody is open to talking about how Dexter New Blood ends, so questions about is this really a limited series and more seasons or spinoffs keep getting shut down. Um, there was another interview, and oh. I, I forget the name, but he just keeps skating around the question of, you know, they're calling this a special event series, and it's obviously a limited series, whatever you want to say, but they are not committed, and we have no information of if it's going to keep going. So that's kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't they? Um, I think they keep talking about this ending that it's controversial. It's going to blow up the internet. So I think they're yeah. like sort of waiting to see either how the reaction is, or kind of like how burned they got from season eight, where it's like, let's wait and see. Is this complete trash, 
or did we do it right this time or, or and, and yeah. can we keep it going you know however that ending is you know are we oh, getting see, uh -huh. also, mm. what but then that makes me, that just kind of makes me worry a little bit like that that if oh my god okay how am i gonna word this i'm sorry um that just kind of makes me worry then that what they're trying to do then is if they if they are wanting to let's hypothetical let's say that that's what they're doing they're wanting to judge what this ending does then that means that there's a possibility that they went into this ending with the idea hey maybe we will have another season i don't know if i want that i i i i, I want a clean ending like i guess and that's me maybe i'm being selfish to what i'm wanting and maybe there's tons of other fans out there that they want more dexter I kind of want a clean ending. I'm like a, I'm a Breaking Bad fan for a reason. El Camino didn't have to have it. It was cool, but it also closed out everything. I didn't want El Camino two. I didn't want mm -hmm. El Camino three. I didn't want any of that. It's like, uh, yeah. Unless you know, uh, it, it's so hard and so, sort of. It's still very. It's so early. It's so yes. Early. And, and some of like why I don't like doing this is because like. I hate trailer predictions where you see one scene and you're like, all right, so Dexter is going to find the guy and the sniper is the guy who's going to kill him. Mm -hmm. And that's really Dokes' brother's sister's friend. And like, you know, so I, I think uh, kind of like you said, it's it, it's it's a kind of wait and see. But it, it has me leaning to two ways because I don't know if. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like because how long are you going to keep this formula going? You know, even eight seasons, mm -hmm. 12 episodes, you know, how many times do I bring that up where I just thought that was just way too much? Um, so I guess wait and see. It's interesting just to know that they are not talking about it. So almost anything, any media nowadays is always left with an ability to continue the story or it's okay, yeah. finish it as it is. Um, yeah. This is actually an interesting one regarding us as a podcast. Uh Someone had a question about the rise of true true crime podcast and such in the past decade, and if it will be reflected in Dexter New Blood. Um, it says it will be the executive executive producer say represented by Jamie Chung's character, which is the serial podcaster. Um, they also want to reflect changes in how murder is now depicted on TV. So, as I said, how much I hate doing prediction talk i feel like this podcaster who's a true true crime pat god i can't talk tonight i'm it's over the true crime podcaster in this fictional dexter universe i feel like is going to be doing a podcast about the bay harbor butcher or trinity cuz that's such a huge yeah. topic today and i feel like that's how something sparks something. But I'd be hard-pressed for a true crime podcaster character that does not touch on a huge FBI manhunt regarding Trinity. And as far as, yeah. as, far as the world knows, the last people Trinity killed was Rita and then his family. Right. Well, and then and – then as as well as far as they know of Trinity's still alive. Exactly, exactly. It's one of those like mysteries that yeah, he mm -hmm. he could still be out there. He could still be in your city. So I think that's that's interesting can... and I would love to mm -hmm. see how that character um gets intertwined and everything, but I feel like that's a I'm comfortable making that little prediction. I don't even think it's a prediction. I think it's kind of obvious. Yeah. Uh Dexter new this is actually really interesting to me and I love it. Dexter New Blood takes place over about two weeks. The dynamic Dexter has with this version of Deb when the show begins is one he's already established, says Clyde Phillips. Two weeks ain't a long time. Mm -mm. Like, <laughs> you know, we did we did a podcast two weeks ago. Was that um the this the, podcast? The is over, I was gonna say this podcast <laughs> is older than two weeks at this point. Like, I find that like we're gonna meet Dexter and everything's gonna happen within a condensed time frame which i think is really cool it's ain't a long time mm -mm. like <laughs> you know we did mm -mm. we did a podcast two weeks ago was that um the, this the, podcast the is over, i was gonna say this podcast is older than two weeks at this point <laughs> like i find that like we're gonna meet dexter and everything's gonna happen within a condensed time frame which i think is really cool and new blood mm -hmm. so i think 
the way I would like to sell it, and you know I I will take the chance to knock on the Dexter show whenever I can. Mm-hmm. I think they did the cheat between season seven and season eight, and they're going with the six slash seven year old Harrison and not sticking to he was born in two thousand nine. Um and okay. it, you know what? You could you could erase the April nineteenth date. I don't know how uh what's his name figured that out, Zach, but he was born in two thousand nine because season three ends, it's two thousand eight. Season four begins, it's two thousand nine. So whatever okay. it is, he's born there. Whatever the date is, you know, we can we can talk semantics, whatnot. So I think the cheat was between season seven and season eight, and they're just rolling with it. And we but just I have feel to like, go ahead. I just I feel I feel like they're going with that cheat a little bit more though is what the problem I'm having with it. So you're saying he's closer to like twenty, not fifteen he, or sixteen. He looks like he's twenty, and 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 I mean not like like jokingly at, at this point. The kid the kid looks like he's twenty. Like he really does. I, I could I could understand that. Um, my what? beef with this is. And this started with the trailer culture got like a huge. I'll just keep talking. It's all right. Yeah. Got like I'm a huge. I'm, 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 this is this is this is my 16 year old right here. <laughs> I was gonna say, how old is she? 20. <laughs> when Batman versus Superman that trailer got released, mm-hmm. they showed Doomsday in it and Wonder Woman, and they erased every single surprise from the story mm-hmm. because now there's you know trailer release coming next week and the tra- the trailer business there's a whole um there's a whole video about it about how how they purposely put things to mess with your mind mm-hmm. and you know there's the music they're like Doom, and you know they have the, the yeah line. yeah i mean it's a big bu- it is a big business right, i mean trailers right. don't get me wrong trailers are a very needed business thing it, you get, it gets the thing out there i mean think about how many good movies are out there that don't have a trailer that don't uh, have like a good one and see, then you find out later and they didn't make money because of that you know see i actually i actually disagree in that the trailers have started to show so much that well, it's a it's negated my movie going experience or i guess now home viewing experience to the point that I don't want I am one of these annoying people that don't watch the trailers. If it wasn't for this podcast, I'm almost positive I could like c- confidently say uh you know what I would have watched that that uh, little teaser we got like uh 4 weeks ago. All of this other news I wouldn't pay attention. I don't like being spoiled. I like mm-hmm. fresh I don't know anything going into it. I'm trying to think what did I just oh, Black Widow. That movie that just came out. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know a thing going into it. And I, it, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I hate the trailer culture and revealing Harrison is just something I would have loved to find out in episode three or four, but now I'm waiting for it. I'm going to be waiting for it. Is this where Harrison shows up? Um, okay. I see what you're saying. I got, I guess that, I look at, uh, I know. Cause we, we, we could go on a tangent on this. We could, we could probably spend an hour talking about trailers and, and no, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, Dexter actually was a huge part of this. The the episode would end, and they would show you next week's things, and they would show you like, oh, Dexter and Deb, Dexter and Deb are not going to talk about the fact that their car just crashed. You know, stuff like that. I I know it's a different world in terms of trailers and whatnot, but that's where I'm pretty annoyed about the the Harrison part. So that's all I have on the new blood news and whatnot. Um, if you have anything else about it, no, it's just I can't believe that Doc Ock is actually in it. It's crazy. And when you when you think about Doc Ock versus the Bay Harbor Butcher, like I don't know who wins. I really don't. Ah, oh, Doc Ock, easily, easily. He's got the <laughs> arms. He's. Got... <laughs> and that's not Doctor Strange. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, we unfortunately moved to episode 805, This Little Piggy. Unfortunately. I've been trying to rack my brain of a deeper episode title meaning, and I have not found one. Did you even think about this at all? 
No, I actually tried actually a little bit. I couldn't figure it out. I actually have a tiny bit of uh, deep to go into this, but it's at the very end of the episode. But the title, no. Okay. okay. Yeah, I uh, I started looking up the lyrics of this little picky because, you know, I just thought there was some more to it. Um, it doesn't go to the market. But, right. Like no one – I'm trying to think. Is one person going to the market? Is uh, He does go home could, at one point. Who's going to the store? Uh, all of it. So it's like I don't – I got nothing besides obviously Yates. Did he um, make roast beef? Did uh, did Jamie made roast beef for dinner? I bet you she no, made roast beef. Actually, for- actually, actually, she comments about stirring the sauce. Oh, uh, and that's a huge uh, thing I want to talk about when, okay. once we get there. <laughs> so what I basically boiled my notes down to was I just want to talk about the beginning where it's Dexter, Vogel, and Deb. And then I just have a mishmash of the Noma Rivera, Masuka, and Quinn stuff, which I don't want to talk about, but we're a Dexter we have, podcast. And then the Vogel, Dexter, and Deb stuff. Okay. That's fair. So let, let's start out with how the episode opens, where obviously last week, you know, the car went into the lake and Deb saved Dexter, and then we're all good. So with the fallout from that, and what I did like here in the beginning is how mad Dexter is. I feel like we've never seen him this mad. Like he's been mad because a serial killer gets away, but mm-hmm. like this viscerally mad at another human that wasn't about serial killing. I don't think I've ever seen him like this mad. You know what I mean? No. Um, and he's I never been clo- this hurt. Yeah, but- no. The closest I've ever seen him like this is when he found out about the neighbor in Rita, like. But that's not even that's not even on the same level as this. Right, so. right. That was more like um, primal. Yeah, like because he didn't even know what to do, and he just punched him in the face. Um, yeah. this is more you know because even what he's saying, like he's yelling, "I'm not perfect." You know, hard it is being your brother. You know, uh, it's it just. But Dexter's never been hurt like this. Like the Rita right. thing, that was a different kind of hurt. Um, but there is a line that drove me crazy like i almost got as mad as dexter gets and i want to play the sound here okay you saved me you only had to save me because you tried to kill me i know but you almost left my son an orphan harrison who's gonna take care of him who i don't know dude we're talking about a fucking serial killer who goes out and kills people and got his wife murdered and dexter has the balls to say to Deb you could have left my son an orphan it's a show it's heightened reality we know the Dexter universe always look lets Dexter the, what spoiler alert look how that season ends his son's left a fucking orphan I mean <laughs> I just say it like he's his own worst enemy apparently so we, that's what we've been talking oh, about, the duality of man. <laughs> God. Like, and, and you, know, you know what kills me? Like, Dexter doesn't get it as a character and a show. Mm-hmm. Deb Vogel just completely allowed Dexter to be who he is with no consequences. And, and, this is the kicker. He doesn't even watch his own son. No, Dude, he's always leaving him with Jamie. So he's basically an orphan to begin with. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm I'm 99% certain if you were to just get a random blonde haired kid and put them in Dexter's apartment and told Jamie, like, notice. hey, let's switch it out. Let's do, hey, we're going to do, uh, 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 what is it? What is that TV show? In, Child in, swap, wife swap. No, um, um, Impractical Jokers. We're going to do it. See if they can do it. Okay, you got Quinn in there. You got Q. He wouldn't even know it. He'd be like looking at the kid like, I don't know if that's my baby or not, but it would be his baby. It wouldn't be it. No. Dude, I mean, <laughs> even this, even we, we see how much this episode, Jamie's like, if you don't do this, I ain't watching Harrison tonight. This guy goes out. Oh, oh it drives me so she says mad. That- she even says something along the lines of like, you're weird leaving or something. Like she even, she says it's weird. Like, right. It just, it's like. You could have left my son an orphan. Dexter, if that was the case, if that's what you're so worried about, you would stop fucking being a serial killer. You could have been arrested by LaGuardia. You would have been in prison if shit didn't go the way it was went last season. Like, 
you don't even watch your kid to be oh my god i <laughs> it, it just it it to me that shows that's like the writers not even realizing they don't even let dexter suffer any consequences to the point that he can use that against the other characters it gets me so mad so mad um in terms of book ending an episode um you know the the this the way this episode starts where he's just like the hell with both of you mm-hmm. kind of you know, F off to his family. And in the way the Dexter universe does, the episode ends with everyone, family on a boat. I guess it's nice. It's just Mm -hmm. a cool way to, you know, thematically from the the beginning to the end. Um, Something I wanted to bring up before we get into like the actual meat of the episode, when Harrison is bargaining with Dexter, like, can I watch some cartoons before school? Yeah. No. Can I, Dad? Uh, please, five minutes of cartoons though. And the, like you know, Jamie's Jamie's annoying him about this date. But dude, the line that had me cracking up, and I can't believe I didn't clip it. And I wish Dexter would have been like, sure, just just to piss off a little kid. Okay, how about two minutes of cartoons? He'd have been like, you know what? Fine, go watch 120 seconds of cartoons because that's worse, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Like okay, and start. And you're done. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. No, I remember being I just, that kid. Like, I, I got my uh, brand new N64, and all I wanted to do was play, play it so bad. I get home from Walmart. I got it. I just, I had to go do something with my pants. I don't remember. And I was like, Mom, I just want to play it. Like, all I want to do. And she was like, Fine, you can play it until we leave. I literally got it hooked up, got the cartridges in, turned it on. It was the, uh, the Pod Racer from Star Wars. That was the game I got with it. Got yeah. it loaded up. Her coming in. Why aren't you dressed? We got to go. Damn it! <laughs> Didn't even get a play. Like, oh, that, I was, that, that, that'll teach you about timing. Yep. yep. Ah, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes to start. <laughs> you can watch the so, intro. <laughs> yeah, you can turn it on. You get to see the studios that made the game, and you got to go. <laughs> Let's do the other. The rest of the episode little trash that's in it and then we could get into the main part of it um this is just kind of like stuff we're going to touch on and then get into it uh we learned that norma rivera who was the uh the crime scene in the beginning of last episode was having relations with a mr hamilton who introduces us to zach hamilton Mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to hold off all that because i know he becomes a bigger character so Mm -hmm. you know there is some setup you know we kind of see if you're watching us or you, you come back to our stream, which this one's on Facebook, by the way, um, the way Zach Hamilton walks into the scene for the first time is Colton's background. <laughs> it's just like, well, okay, how do you tell me in the most least, least subtle way that this kid matters? <laughs> the way he just walks into the scene. It's like everything is about him. He's got like the like fucking cracks me up. The, the, the hair, like, hold on. Let me just make my hair like super obvious that I'm emo, but I'm also secretly. <laughs> yeah. Secretly just, dangerous. Like, oh my God. I know. I know. And again, we'll talk more about Zach once we, uh, um, we learned that Mr. Hamilton has an airtight alibi, but obviously his son, Zach, um, you know, we get this little story about how he was near the apartment. Quinn was able to pin him there. And then the witness was essentially paid off. But what is interesting to note here is I think this is Matthew's first time this season. He may, he, oh, he may was there in the first episode for LaGuardia's Memorial. It is obvious that Matthews has something sinister behind the scenes, or basically he knows if Hamilton, Mr. Hamilton, Zach's father did it, kind of like to let him slide. Like, don't press too much into it. This is the exact same rehashing. Was it last season or was it the season 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 before? It was season Season six. six. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. That's all it is. And And he's so like pressing on Quinn about it to the point it's like, well, and now we know someone's fucking guilty in the Hamiltons here. <laughs> like, how much harder are you going to press on it to make us not whatever? Well, where are we at with timing? Because I have something I want to bring up. So this lets me to believe um, if we were doing this live in 2013, I may not have thought this then, but as time went on, I thought there was more into it. This is um complete, um what do you call that? Theorizing here. 
Okay. I thought this was setting up that Matthews was behind everything, sort of how Vogel was, where Matthews hmm. sort of let Dexter be who he is. And he knew the Hamiltons had something to do with it. Zach Hamilton, the kid. Hmm. Um, and and then at the end, he realized Dexter wasn't able to handle it, and whatever. There's something there, and I think in the weeks I'll I'll get a um because I had read it somewhere, but this is just reminding me of that point that I I, I thought this was introducing that the fact because Matthews is the nothing character over the course of eight seasons. I mean, he doesn't matter in the end. I'm not even sure mm-hmm. he's in the finale, you know. Um, but we'll 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 pocket that for a later time. Okay. Do we even want to talk about Masuka and his daughter? Because it doesn't matter. Um, Masuka's daughter, he thinks that she may or may not be wanting money, and he goes to Deb for some reason. There we go. I keep on rolling. On on to Vogel, (laughs) Dexter, and Deb. No, man, you're you're a thousand percent right. (laughs) For the second time this season, this song, Make Your Own Kind of Music, is playing, and that's where Yates comes in and captures Vogel. Mm. When he broke in, it was a legit oh shit moment for me because mm-hmm. it's it's calm it's peaceful that song is playing she, i think she has like tea or whatever and then it just like like you know the, the fucking glass breaks that he, he captures her you know we talked about it how the episode starts out that dexter and deb are completely separate they're fighting and then vogel is going to be the crutch here that brings them back together something i noticed this episode and i wonder i, I feel like this is something you knew but now that we're doing a podcast and I'm bringing it up, that you're gonna like realize it more. Did you realize that it was bringing up the Trinity team, Trinity theme? Oh, not this episode. Every time they refer, they go to Yates. They do the same Trinity theme from season four. Oh no, I didn't notice that. If you go back and listen, you, you, you'll, you'll you'll pick up on it. Um, okay, I just thought it was a little lazy. Like come up with some new sounds. Yeah. Um, and if you want to talk about rehashing. Uh, previous plot points at Yates' house. All his previous victims are buried in his yard. Do you remember this from season one? Oh yeah, I didn't um, even connect that. Actually, it was okay. the um, God was it, it was the fake ice truck killer, the one who was able to hack into their systems in season one. Mm-hmm. But we found like he had buried his mother in the trailer. He had the trailer, yeah. and he had like the weird animals and stuff. And you're led to believe he was the ice truck killer. Now I was like, oh, where have I seen this before in Dexter? You know, digging up old bodies, whatnot. Here it is. Um, <laughs> what happened? I said, no, yo, here it is. Oh, that's where. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then Deb comes by to let Dexter know she's been taking. And then sort of when Dexter and Deb sort of let Dexter lets Deb know, like, hey, I don't hate you. You know, they, they she gets a like glimmer in her eye, and that's where they start to make up and whatnot. I mean, you just tried to kill me, but whatever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So when Dexter walks back into his house, they have this whole plan that they got to triangulate where Yates is Mm -hmm. of all the houses he's working as a cable guy. Dexter walks into his place and he finds out it's a double date. You have Quinn, Amy, Cassie, which I think we'll talk about a lot next episode, and Dexter. Something I did enjoy here is Jamie not being a pushover when Dexter's like, uh, uh, I gotta go. Secret, mm-hmm. secret, top secret stuff. And Jamie's like, no, no, fuck you. You're yeah. fucking staying. I put in a lot of work. And dude, I may not have been able to appreciate this eight years ago when I was 1000% single, but getting together a double date and then cooking dinner, like that's a lot of time she's taking I'm out having of a her panic schedule. Attack, like thinking about it right now. And I just imagine... Imagine I show up to your to your double date you invited me to, and I was like, yo, Colton, I got to go. Like, no, no, fuck you. Whatever the fuck you're doing can wait. Entertain <laughs> this blind date I set up two for you. Hours. And then two you- hours. Two hours. Yeah. Two hours. That's all <laughs> I'm asking. Two hours. He's such a shithead, Dexter, sometimes. <laughs> so this is where... Which okay, hold on. We, this is this because this brings up a whole another thing, which I think was really funny because we've been talking about like there's some kind of reverses here, you know, when like um Deb ends up um t- like Dexter gets Deb out of trouble and stuff like that. I was like, this is what Deb's been doing this whole time and stuff like that, right? Um, what was it with the killing, right? So mm-hmm. what was that episode two, I think? So 
this one made me laugh though whenever dexter is like leaving finally he gets like you know this whole thing and stuff like that and he gets the um, uh cassie to get him to like work with him to get out and stuff like that and deb is like where the fuck have you been like i've been out here i'm like you know what? Two seasons ago, you were like, why are you always disappearing? Where are you at? Why are you not doing this? Now you're seeing like, hey, he, this is how much shit he has to deal with. Yeah. Like now, now you're actually now you're seeing, seeing the background. Right, you're seeing right, it from right. the other side. The and, other and side. you're mad at him. You're mad at him. <laughs> hey, why aren't you following me? We got bodies to stack. Let's do this. <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're seeing. You're, yes. You're getting an inside look at it. I do think that's a slick move Dexter pulls where it's like he calls the he calls Cassie over like, hey, 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 ditch this date with me so I can leave and like, hey, let's reschedule. It's a slick move that I'm not sure I would have been able to think of because even she's like, yeah, no. yeah, you don't want to upset that nanny, you know. <laughs> so I was talking to Colton Vest, off air. Vested by the hundred pound nanny, I think is what he yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> Something I want to play here is there's a goodfellas hidden reference in this scene and i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play it back to back the goodfellas and the dexter part and if i didn't you know how you see stuff sometimes and you're like oh they must be referring to this here and then it's like no no that's in my head this is i'm pretty sure a clear-cut goodfellas reference okay so let me play the dexter part first okay jamie can i talk to you for a second sure joe keep streaming i'm gonna have to reschedule i excuse me just a sec joey so what did you hear at the end joey quinn is like i'm stirring it right Mm -hmm. what's important to take away there is the stirring part let me play it one more time and pay attention to Amy, or is she Jamie in the show? Jamie in the She's show. She's Jamie. Her. She's Jamie. Her real name is Amy. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to Jamie telling Quinn to stir the sauce. And these are two two separate scenes cut up into one. Okay. Jamie, can I talk to you for a second? Sure. Joe, keep stirring. I'm going to have to reschedule. I, excuse me, just a sec. Joey, stir it. All right. Now I'm gonna play the Goodfellas yeah. reference. Mike, keep an eye on the sauce, all right? Stay here with your uncle Michael, all right? I'll see you later. So I asked my brother Michael to watch the sauce, and Karen and I started out. Hello. Hey, Jimmy, you ready? Yeah. Listen, tell Michael not to let the sauce stick. Keep stirring it. Henry says, don't let the sauce stick. I'm stirring it. <laughs> Listen, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely a reference, right? That's at the end, right? Like right before they get busted and all of that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely there's. What's the chances? I'm stirring it. Yeah. What's the chances? It's twice brought up about stirring it sauce, right? That's funny. I thought, and the only thing because I I love when the kid goes because he's a he's a handicapped kid. He's in a wheelchair and he's like, I'm stirring. It. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, good fellas. Fantastic fucking movie. I think that's one of the best movies ever. Um, Kevin in the chat is saying six. (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. Colton. Colton, I have a question for you. Uh Oh, come on. No. God damn it. Uh, 16 times eight. And and you know what? He told me to ask you this. This is not even coming from me anymore. This is coming from our our loyal listeners. He's got that fin- that finger uh that finger kung fu going. Hundred and twenty eight? Is that hundred and twenty eight? That's good. Actually that is that it's like this far in that makes it even better that's really good and you know what he told me he told me to, to ask you that and i completely forgot i just went and looked in the chat and i was like <laughs> what is he talking about and i was like oh fuck that's right that's really funny actually oh my oh. god you can ask siri <laughs> hey siri 
What's 16 times 8? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I didn't even think about it. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, but I got it with my fingers without Siri. So whenever the world ends, I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my Fingers God. always win. <laughs> Vogel starts to try and manipulate Yates. And I have to say, it's always Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter that's carrying the acting on this show. Mm-hmm. I thought this episode, it was really cool to see Charlotte Rampling, obviously, who plays Vogel, carry like the the acting this episode. Mm-hmm. I think she was awesome. I think yeah. she's been awesome in every episode she's been in, but this one where she definitely had she had a lot more screen time, I thought she was pretty, pretty great in. I have a, I'm going to call this a reverse nitpick, and I want to see if you agree with me. Okay. We always, t- I always talk about how I wish they would have changed, like, you know, I try to say what I would have changed about season eight to make it more palatable, make it not as terrible as a season. Right. So when you have these five episodes we have so far, with how much screen time they give to Yates and they show Vogel's involvement, mm-hmm. a lot of this episode with Yates and Vogel, you know, we see awesome stuff from Vogel, how she manipulates Yates. Right. I wish we would have gotten more background on Yates for this to like hit better. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I wish the, there would have been a lot more there. Yeah, because the entire time like watching this, I'm in my head, I'm just like, this isn't him. This is not the quote unquote the uh the the, the brain the, surgeon. The, bra- the brain surgeon. It's like this is too simple. Like there's something else going. And then I, I as it ends, like and everything done, so I'm like, okay, we have how many episodes left? And this is it. Like either a, this really was a brain surgeon. It's that big of a letdown. So we've had four episodes, five episodes of wasted time, and now we're going to get into something new, or a red uh, herring, a uh, red herring, distraction. It, yeah, yeah, distraction, and it's even worse. So I, I want to save that for the end because they kind of do the best job they can to make you, to make you think this is the brain surgeon. I just feel like you could eliminate some of the cannibal stuff. And the mm-hmm. uh, the Sussman, the guy in the in the woods, and if you would have had Yates to where we maybe did think, oh, this was the brain surgeon. Yeah, so we had Yates it- for the last four episodes. This would have been great. Right, right, yes. Uh, and and when she's doing the manipulating, because even watching this episode, I was even like, did I miss something? Like all this backstory about the mother and being on the floor and the toes, which I just didn't understand. I wish there was I wish there was more to it because this would have been a lot it would have been a lot more enjoyable. And yeah. I think they had something there. I just don't think it was executed. Yeah. Um we're gonna follow the code on the idea that Vogel calls Dexter and Elway is able to pinpoint the house the signal's coming from. <laughs> That's not how that works, but we're just gonna keep rolling. I, I feel like I wanted to talk a lot about this, but as we're talking now, I kind of realize I don't. Last episode, Dexter finds out that Vogel's basically manipulating Dexter. Mm-hmm. And as Vogel calls Dexter and they're driving over, Dexter's getting like a clear show of how Vogel manipulates Yates. Like just the way she's doing, you know what? I just feel like, well, is that the best way to show someone you're not a manipulator by manipulating someone? By manipulating. Else? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, all right, like, would you want your new family member? the way Dexter describes the end of this episode, to be someone who can masterfully manipulate you. I'll let it roll. I'll let it roll. Okay. Dexter and Deb walk in and they find Vogel tied up. And I think the Dexter kill on Yates is one of the most badass kills in the history of all 80... What are we at now? 89 episodes of Dexter. The fucking... Even the way it's filmed. The way he just fucking comes up with the rod and... God, straight be- through <laughs> yeah Shackling. that's like some superhero shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like some superhero shit um yeah that, i thought that was f- uh, awesome awesome kill mm-hmm. uh, and, and like you were saying there's a weird feeling as this episode ends and the show is trying to tell us that yates is slash was the brain surgeon because vogel's handing him everything the the brain jars we've seen mm-hmm. and i feel like and I, I, I know if we were talking in 2013, we would have had the same idea like, well, now we have seven episodes left. What the hell's going to happen now? 
Right. And how are they going to bring this brain surgeon back? Because you just you just get that feeling. It's just this is not it, you know. Right. Um, or if it was like, well, what the hell is the next seven episodes going to be about? So that's that's something that's like it's kind of still sitting with me, and I know what we get into. Uh, I guess it's just sloppy. It's very this sloppy. does feel like a season finale almost, and it's episode five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the main takeaway, you know, if you were doing bullet points on this episode, like what you've what you've missed, Dexter and Deb are back together, and Dexter, Deb, and Vogel are a family now. Mm-hmm. To add in a little bit of a, my wife actually pointed this out. Um, whenever after the death, there uh, Vogel is handing him like the brain and stuff like that. When the scene first um, starts up on that, in the background behind Vogel, there is actually a portrait of some flowers, and those flowers are. I'm pulling up my notes. Those flowers are calla lilies. Calla lilies are a very common flower um, for um, Christians for Easter Sunday representing the resurrection they also are used in representing death so very a lot of foreshadowing there's no way that they didn't mean to do like those flowers so yeah that is um amazing amazing viewing by meg because i would have never picked up on that and when she pointed that out i was like that's amazing like yes in a deeper show i think they meant it I'm not sure if Dexter meant it. I think they. I. I don't know. I kind of oh, think they did. I actually do. Oh, okay. When I, I, whenever she pointed it out, I was like, "What?" And then I rewatched it. The way that they show and stuff like that, I actually kind of think they did. Now, okay. like to okay. what extent? I, could be wrong. I don't know, but I, I personally, I actually think they did mean to. Oh, very cool. That's a that's something I would have never picked up on, and I want to say <laughs> no one has picked up on because I've never heard that before. So that is awesome when, stuff from meg yeah and maybe not maybe it's something that no you know what she made more of it than i did so um i think that's a great takeaway and that sort of ends our episode uh anything else on this little piggy no uh, there was no roast beef <laughs> so i'm really upset about that yeah. <laughs> next week we have 806 806 a little reflection and i'm 99 percent positive we get a huge character coming back which will also probably make us super mad. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess we will talk to you all next week. Sounds good. All okay. right. Now I'm going to play the Goodfellas yeah. reference. Mike, keep an eye on the sauce, all right? Stay here with your Uncle Michael, all right? I'll see you later. So I asked my brother Michael to watch the sauce, and Karen and I started out. Hello? Hey, you ready? Yeah. Listen, tell Michael not to let the sauce stick. Keep stirring it. Henry says, don't let the sauce stick. I'm stirring it. Listen, you know what to do? That's definitely a reference, right? That's at the end, right? Like right before they get busted and all of that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's definitely, there's, what's the chances? stirring it. Yeah, what's the chances it's twice brought up about stirring it sauce, right? That's funny. I thought, and the only thing, because I I love when the kid goes, because he's a he's a handicapped kid, he's in a wheelchair, and he's like, "I'm stirring." Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Goodfellas, fantastic fucking movie. I think that's one of the best movies ever. Um, Kevin in the chat is saying six. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh shit, Colton. Colton, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. No. God damn it. Uh, 16 times 8. And, and you know what? He told me to ask you this. This is not even coming from me anymore. This is coming from our, our loyal listeners. He's got that, fin- that finger uh, that finger kung fu going. <laughs> 128? Is that 128? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good actually that was, it's the fact that it's like this far in that makes it even better that's really good and you know what he told me he told me to, to ask you that and i completely forgot i just went and looked in the chat and i was like what is he talking about and i was like oh fuck that's right that's really funny actually Oh, my God. 
You can ask Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. What's 16 times 8? Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't even think about it. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, but I got it with my fingers without Siri. So whenever the world ends, I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my Fingers God. always win. <laughs> Vogel starts to try and manipulate Yates. And I have to say, it's always Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter that's carrying the acting on this show. Mm-hmm. I thought this episode, it was really cool to see Charlotte Rampling, obviously, who plays Vogel, carry like the the acting this episode. Mm-hmm. I think she was awesome. I think yeah. she's been awesome in every episode she's been in, but this one where she definitely had she had a lot more screen time, I thought she was pretty pretty great in. I have a I'm gonna call this a reverse nitpick, and I want to see if you agree with me. Okay. We always t- I always talk about how I wish they would have changed. Like you know, I try to say what I would have changed about season eight to make it more palatable, make it not as terrible as a season. Right. So when you have these five episodes we have so far, with how much screen time they give to Yates and they show Vogel's involvement. Mm-hmm. A lot of this episode with Yates and Vogel, you know, we see awesome stuff from Vogel, how she manipulates Yates. Right. I wish we would have gotten more background on Yates for this to like hit better. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, because I wish the- there would have been a lot more there. Yeah, because the entire time like watching this, I'm in my head, I'm just like, this isn't him. This is not the quote unquote the uh the the, the brain the, surgeon the, bra- the brain surgeons like this is too simple like there's something else going and then I, I as it ends like and everything done so I'm like okay we have how many episodes left and this is it like either a this really was a brain surgeon it's that big of a letdown so we've had four episodes five episodes of wasted time and now we're going to get into something new or a red uh, herring a, a red uh, herring distraction. It, yeah yeah distraction and it's even worse so. I, I want to save that for the end because they kind of do the best job they can to make you, to make you think this is the brain surgeon. I just feel like you could eliminate some of the cannibal stuff and the mm-hmm. uh, the Sussman, the guy in the in the woods. And if you would have had Yates to where we maybe did think, oh, this was the brain surgeon. Yeah, if we had Yates the- for the last four episodes, this would have been great. Right, right, yes. Uh, and and when she's doing the manipulating. Because even watching this episode, I was even like, did I miss something? Like all this backstory about the mother and being on the floor and the toes, which I just didn't understand. I wish there was I wish there was more to it because this would have been a lot. It would have been a lot more enjoyable. And yeah. I think they had something there. I just don't think it was executed. Yeah. Um, we're going to follow the code on the idea that Vogel calls Dexter and Elway is able to pinpoint the house the signal's coming from. That's not how that works, but we're just going to keep rolling. I I feel like I wanted to talk a lot about this, but as we're talking now, I kind of realize I don't. Last episode, Dexter finds out that Vogel's basically manipulating Dexter. Mm -hmm. And as Vogel calls Dexter and they're driving over, Dexter's getting like a clear show of how Vogel manipulates Yates. Like just the way she's doing, you know, I just feel like, well, is that the best way to show someone you're not a manipulator by manipulating? By manipulating. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, all right, like, would you want your new family member, the way Dexter describes the end of this episode, to be someone who can masterfully manipulate you? I'll let it roll. I'll let it roll. Okay. Dexter and Deb walk in and they find Vogel tied up. And I think the Dexter kill on Yates is one of the most badass kills in the history of all 80, what are we at now? 89 episodes of Dexter. The yeah. fucking, the, even the way it's filmed, the way he just fucking comes up with the rod and God, straight be, through. <laughs> yeah. Javelin. That's like some superhero shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like some superhero shit. Um, yeah. That, I thought that was f- uh, awesome, awesome kill. Mm-hmm. And, and like you were saying, there's a weird feeling as this episode ends. And the show is trying to tell us that Yates is slash was the brain surgeon because Vogel's handing him everything. The the brain jars we've seen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like and I, I, I know if we were talking in 2013, we would have had the same idea like, well, now we have seven episodes left. What the hell's going to happen now? 
Right. And how are they going to bring this brain surgeon back? Because you just you just get that feeling. It's just this is not it, you know. Right. Um, or if it was like, well, what the hell is the next seven episodes going to be about? So that's that's something that's like it's kind of still sitting with me, and I know what we get into. Uh, I guess it's just sloppy. Because this sloppy. does feel like a season finale almost, and it's episode five. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the main takeaway, you know, if you were doing bullet points on this episode, like what you've what you've missed, Dexter and Deb are back together, and Dexter, Deb, and Vogel are a family now. Mm-hmm. To add in a little bit of a, my wife actually pointed this out. Um, whenever after the death, there uh, Vogel is handing him like the brain and stuff like that. When the scene first um, starts up on that, in the background behind Vogel, there is actually a portrait of some flowers, and those flowers are. I'm pulling up my notes. Those flowers are calla lilies. Calla lilies are a very common flower um, for um, Christians for Easter Sunday representing the resurrection they also are used in representing death so very a lot of foreshadowing there's no way that they didn't mean to do like those flowers so yeah that is um amazing amazing viewing by meg because i would never picked up on that and when she pointed that out i was like that's amazing like yes in a deeper show i think they meant it I'm not sure if Dexter meant it. I think they. I. I don't know. I kind of think they did. I actually do. Oh, okay. When I. I. Whenever she pointed it out, I was like, "What?" And then I rewatched it. The way that they show and stuff like that, I actually kind of think they did. Now, like to what extent, I I don't know. But I. I personally, I actually think they did mean to. Oh, very cool. That's a. That's something I would have never picked up on, and. I want to say <laughs> no one has picked up on because I've never heard that before. So that is awesome but, stuff from Meg. Yeah. And maybe not. Maybe it's something that. No. You know what? She made more of it than I did. So um, I think that's a great takeaway. And that sort of ends our episode. Uh, anything else on this little piggy? No. Uh, th- there was no roast beef. <laughs> so I'm really upset that about that. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, we have 806, 806, a little reflection, and I'm 99% positive we get a huge character coming back, which will also probably make us super mad. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I guess we will talk to you all next week. Sounds good.